2: shut up just shut it up alright my daddy just died can't you understand that my daddy just died I'm 33 years old I got no money no job no prospects three kids and worst of all I'm married to you now just
0: shut up just shut up
2: I swear my hand rifle God I'm trying so hard you say one more word about parking lots I will kill you and me too you got
3: that. Why don't I know this?
2: I fucked that up. A couple of words were off. Okay. But I feel like in all, I I fully encompassed the experience of what I was trying to do there. I didn't even jump into the next line. I'm not even going to tell you what film that's from. Well, I'm going to just leave that there. I know that some people. I feel
3: like I know.
2: Who love great movies. Well, I feel like the average white listener has no idea what I'm talking about because why would you? Um it's a great movie, all star cast. Um I'm
3: so mad. I'm you know, gonna have to there's Google pieces of pieces of it. You always Google. You can phone a you friend, know, you, you can ask sick. the audience. All right.
2: Um there mm. you go. So hey guys this is re- you are such a little shithead. I am and I am brother bud. Oh <sighs> It's gonna drive me my nuts. My brother Bud would have been so upset, and you, demon seed, acting like you don't hear me when I'm talking to you. He gonna show me that note. Can't believe this.
3: I can hear Dustin saying this. <laughs> Dustin, are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so mad. I don't know this.
2: Everybody, take a close look at this earring. Okay. I would never wear anything so <laughs> cheap and tawdry. So okay, okay. this Black is gonna drive excellence. me
3: nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> BT plays it sometimes. Usually they're fully enveloped in you know uh, reruns of ATL Soul Plane and some tragic Madea movie. But every now and then they play that movie. Mm. Regardless, we're gonna move right on into Black Excellence this week. Keep the Olympic train going. Are you still trying to figure out what this? movie Oh, I is?
3: will figure it out. Good it luck. is just a matter of time. <laughs> okay, so.
2: First person, I don't think I mentioned last week, is Simone Manuel, a.k.a. the Black Ariel, oh, because right. she's got gold doubloons for the <laughs> 100-meter freestyle. And that other one, listen, she is out here getting all of the coins And they're drawing all kinds of fan art of the two Simones together. Mm -hmm. You know, Lady Mm -hmm. Viles is over there still slaying. Got all the white celebrities, you know, dropping to her feet and being like, oh, girl, we're so excited to meet you. And they're like, she keeps on
3: racking them up, too. She just is like she just continuously beats everybody's ass.
2: Um, Also, Michelle Carter, who uh, got her gold doubloon in women's shot put.
3: Oh, yes. Shout out to her. I saw that picture of her with her medal just cheesing. That was so n- nice to see.
2: Keep in mind, just for perspective, Michelle is 30. Now, that is I'm clearly that's not elderly or anything. It's not the oldest Olympic athlete either. But just when you're thinking about like, mm-hmm. Simone Manuel, I think is 20. Gabby's 20. Yeah. Simone Biles is 19. Like, Right. I'm here, scratching and you know, going insane because I'm just around the bend from thirty and trying to figure out my life. And this woman's like, "Girl, <laughs> you know, here That's I no am, gold medal. You yeah, know, I don't know
3: what you're stressed out about.
2: I'm gonna go on Yelp see if maybe there's like a Golden Corral or like a something around here. <laughs> We're gonna, here gonna get delivered to just, Athletes Village. I'm just gonna hop on Postmates and get some food and just know,
3: just carefree,
2: just being awesome. Love to see it. I'm so glad. Also, um. A gentleman, uh, not much is known about him, Okay. Uh, but he goes by the name uh, Usain Bolt.
3: Oh, my God. I hate you. I thought I was really going to have to Google this person. A.K.A.
1: Dust them off to block <laughs>
2: You know what? Do that. You know, and just that's what this is all about, ladies and gents. Mm-hmm. You know, the Olympics and, and all of these people from all different countries Blacks. and parts of the world are doing great things and and succeeding and winning awards. You know, but I'm just shining light on, on our people.
3: That's right. That's right. Because we go to these big old world events and we show the fuck out every time.
2: And y'all keep... <laughs> Even now, trying to piss on these little occasions and distract people from the fact that these people are doing sickening things.
3: Apparently, they had Gabby Douglas in tears.
2: I heard about that, and I'll get to that. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes, great uh, things going on over in. Yes, the Olympics.
3: congratulations to all the Black Olympic winners and all the women, and basically anybody who isn't a straight white man who won something. Yay. Absolutely,
2: one thousand percent. Speaking of the Olympics and y'all doing the most, I don't know if you heard about this uh, panic JFK.
3: Oh God! No, I haven't. Over an
2: alleged shooter in toom- Terminal One.
3: A shooter in Terminal One at JFK. No, this did not. This didn't. I didn't hear this in the news or nothing. Now you saying allegedly? I don't know okay.
2: exactly what the fuck is going on or right. went down. But around Sunday night, there was talk of a shooter down at uh, JFK at the airport here in New York. Lord, Jesus, Carucci was on Twitter talking about how she was in JFK scared because they was up on the fucking on the speakers talking about shooters in the airport and people oh, ducking no. and crying and hiding in the bathroom or whatever the hell
3: y'all have <clears throat> frightened Carucci.
2: so apparently they're now saying that it could have been a mix up by a 911 caller who was mistaking the celebration of Usain Bolt's <laughs> Olympic victory <laughs> for actual <laughs> gunshots
3: you can't tell the difference between real gunshots and a bunch of Jamaicans.
2: Doing. I guess not, <laughs> because not, I know it I was know pure boom boom, 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 Like I know all of that gunshot. Like I know it was all of that, yeah, but all of that yelling and screaming, and yes, we're gonna bang tables and probably throw shot glasses. I don't know, whatever, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're excited, right? Um, you know, and not only are we excited. But you're talking about a man who literally was jogging alongside these niggas (laughs) that were ready to die with a smile as wide (laughs) as the goddamn (laughs) seat. Just like, you know, you good? Do you need anything? Because, you know, my team can pass you a water (laughs) or like a cola champagne (laughs) for you to to refresh yourself. Um. But anyway, I just don't understand how you Trash. confuse I
3: don't either. that the sound, sound with gunshots. Voices. <laughs>
2: like. This is probably just somebody causing some mess because they were mad, hating, and you had poor Karuchi right. You know, Locked up shook in her boots
3: in some Delta safe space
2: <laughs> for nothing in the sky lounge. <laughs>
3: right in the sky hiding in the
2: sky lounge because of your shit
3: oh my bitch. god i bet all the airlines secured
2: their sky lounges like
3: hey first class business class get your asses in here <laughs> so but no
2: you can't pay you can't buy a ticket uh-uh, again uh, no we're Ain't not no same
3: day sales today. No, no we're not
2: doing that shit mm-hmm. right not this hour or the next no. you gotta Golden go girl and platinum status figure something else out bitch. all right bye
3: don't know what to tell y'all
2: So, okay, this, I would never speak about oh God. probably anyone in this story. But I just want to make a simple point because I don't like this girl. So Justin Bieber deleted his Instagram account, right? Mm. Justin Bieber has a new little girlfriend. Her name is something. Okay, Sophia. Sophia Richie. Sophia Ritchie is apparently a model. She's 17. Justin Bieber is 22. I still think that's gross. I know lots of y'all think that, you know, it's not that big an age difference. And, you know, my mom and daddy are 10 years apart. My mom and daddy are 10 years apart. Mm. I just was never looking at anybody that was under the age of, like, 20 when I was 22. Like, mm -mm. (laughs) mm-mm. Give me the sauce. (laughs) I just never thought that. Well,
3: once I was out of high school, the thought of dating somebody in high school was, like, kind of weird. But then once everybody you knew was out of high school, like, I feel like you can only date people who were in high school the same time you were. And, like, once—so you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I graduate in 2000, that means the freshmen were 2003. I can't date no younger than class of 2003 or else it's creepy until I'm, like, 25.
2: Okay, so then that would be— so this would be acceptable in your theory?
3: No, this is slightly outside the bounds just of to touch acceptable. Out. Just a little bit. But you know the, what? But I'm sure this girl doesn't have. You know,
2: I'm not saying in anybody order. should. And I
3: know Justin Bieber don't. So
2: I'm not saying I should drag anybody off to jail or you know a dark alley or anything. I just think it's. I've always thought that that was weird. It just might be me. Maybe it's just like a straight guy thing that they just like to date young women, or you know. I mean,
3: but Justin Bieber is not even that old. You would think there would be plenty of twenty something year old. Oh, but you know, niggas or men, I guess in general, just I don't know nothing but the vagina on the mind twenty four seven no other priorities either way
2: so they have been uh, gallivanting on instagram and things uh you know the believers are not having it they hate anybody that shares the same uh room oxygen uh uber with justin
3: you don't want your fave to be happy and in a relationship
2: that's what he said (laughs) did he really so, he posted a photo of himself and this Sophia child. And the caption says, I'm going to del- I'm gonna make my Instagram private. If you guys don't stop the hate, this is getting out of hand. If you guys are really fans. You wouldn't be so mean to people that I like. I'm sure. Whatever. Selena Gomez posted a comment and it says this. This is what it says. Can I tell you what it says? Please, I'm going to tell you what it says. No,
3: please do, friend.
2: It says, If you can't handle the hate, then stop posting pictures of your girlfriend, LOL. It should be special between you two only. Don't be mad at your fans. They love you. They were there for you before anyone. Now, i want to preface this by saying that I do agree to a degree that...
3: <laughs> Come on then, preacher.
2: That you should keep Things like that special between the two of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That way you ain't even got to deal with stranger bitches asking you questions and giving you opinions on shit that ain't their motherfucking right, business, bitch. Right, right. I don't need your opinion or how you feel about shit that's going on over here unless I ask for it. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to my personal business. I'm going to share what I'm willing to share. What I don't want to share, I'm not going to share with you. And I'm not going to share <laughs> no niggas, yes. you to be asking questions and giving your opinion exactly. on exactly. Cause for what?
3: It just won't be happening.
2: Let's talk about me. Talk about me. Say whatever you want to do about me. That's it. Anyway, so I agree with that. What I don't understand here is oh. why you, as the ex girlfriend, would even fix your fingertips to say some shit like this, bitch. Because doesn't that make you look salty? You are salty. Okay. okay. Cool.
3: I'm searching for her reasoning for doing this.
2: Also. When the girls were on social media dragging your doll baby friend homegirl slice <laughs> to hell and back for that fuck shit that she pulled with North and State's daddy. You was the one who was on here on the internet talking about, oh, I just feel like we have such better things to talk about. And there's so many more important things in the world and why can't we all be nice? Mm. And now, all of a sudden, it's, well, right. bitch, get your girlfriend off the internet. If you don't want your da, 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 girl, so get a job.
3: Right. So which is it then, Selena? Like, is it everybody stay the fuck off the internet and mind your business or we'll just don't post nothing? Like, I am so tired of Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez constantly being in the news and on Instagram stories and all this other shit for just being white or whitish girls with nothing to do but complain about other people and the fuck, what the fuck they doing. Like. You just you you should have too much else to do than to be this girl.
2: Well, moving right along then, because who even cares? I just wanted to point out that you know these young white girls are still out here lying and things like that. That's oh, right. Selena Gomez is part of a marginalized group. I guess sort of.
3: If y'all, I mean, I haven't seen the receipts on that, but whatever. The point, marginalized group or not, she's still an annoying little shit for that. And I hate when y'all make me be on Justin Bieber's side, but like, girl, really?
2: This ain't even about her.
3: It's not irrational to say, hey, if you're really a fan of mine, why are you attacking people that I care about? Like, you dumbass bitches on Instagram are not finna be with Justin Bieber, and Hayden (laughs) and his girlfriend is not gonna change that. Y'all realize that? Like you've been thinking all your life that you're gonna be with Justin. You're Bieber?
2: never going to be with Justin Bieber. <laughs> so just it's not let going it to happen. Oh go,
3: goddamn! Like
2: the the vast odds <laughs> of that it's ever happening. It's just not looking good it for will, you. Sis. It's just not up there.
3: So being mad at any woman who isn't you in Justin Bieber's pictures is just fruitless. And he's right. Stop being dumb. But. You can disable comments on Instagram now, which Janelle Eco
2: very smartly did. Let me tell you something. That is so clutch. When I saw that new feature, (laughs) I said, Instagram, you ain't doing shit right in a minute.
3: But this right here. You copy that whole story shit from Snapchat from top to
2: bottom. But that disable comments. Now just fix that algorithm bullshit you pulled and let me mute hoes.
3: Right. Just make it optional for us if we want to do the whole weird timeline thing, like, or let, just let people see it in chronological order. Why does it have to be the weird fucked up timeline of events on Instagram?
2: I don't get that. So, uh, speaking of Janae Aiko, she is going through a divorce, um, with the man that she married approximately 11 months ago by the name of... I don't know his real name. But his name's Dot the Genius in the music game, I guess. I don't know uh, him for doing anything but working with Kid Cuddy. Okay. He's a producer. Yeah. They were married. That happened very randomly. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure why, but apparently this shit didn't work out. Janae and Big Sean have been very publicly... On each other's dicks. Oh, I don't know yes. how else to word it.
3: It has been blatant. Like just, I think she has
2: a ta- she nipple has nipple covers, a tank top with his with face. his face yeah. on her titties. Right. He's got like plenty of Janae Iko face apparel.
3: Not to mention that little mixtape, that dual mixtape thing they put out. twenty
2: eighty eight. 2088, yeah. which was pretty good. Yeah,
3: it wasn't, I mean, it's probably not my favorite. Oh, no.
2: But, but it
3: was... I mean, it was it was listenable, definitely.
2: I didn't ask for it. I didn't expect for it to happen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, sure.
3: Yeah, I don't really, I don't hate that, whatever it is yeah. they're doing. But they're very blatantly fucking. They're not <laughs> There's no secret about that. Cool. Yeah, why not?
2: Um, Big so, Sean,
3: stay with her. Uh, With a little cute, with a little, you know, quote unquote exotic something. Yeah, you know, a little light skin,
2: a little mixed in.
3: Yeah, a little brown girl. (laughs) 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 Little latte mama.
2: Janae, okay, so lots of people have been giving Janae shit because they're saying that Janae cheated on poor Dot and uh, that if she was a real woman, she would have filed for a divorce first. For cheating on her husband. Oh, Lord. Some people have been saying that uh uh dot, my aunt dot left a glock and some blood on my sheets, told me to clean the shit up. Then she hit the streets. Even though I'm her niece, she bought me a piece. <laughs> Whack ass cali I don't know what I'm doing that for. But anyway. <laughs> um yeah. You better so, stand. I don't here's the thing. Here's my perspective, right? I don't know either one of these niggas. Right. Um, I am a Janae fan. Uh, I don't care about her personal business or her marriage. Um, and as an adult, mm-hmm. as a tax-paying adult man, that's right. Um, I can recognize and acknowledge with peace in my heart and foundation that I don't know shit about any of this, <laughs> and so I'm not going to act like. I'm not oh, going to act like, "Oh, yes, this man was abusing her. Oh, yes, she cheated on her. Cuz I don't all of this is hearsay. Right. Not one of them has said anything about this besides some petty shit on the internet. And so I'm not going to act like I know what this is about. But what it's giving to me is that these niggas didn't work. They probably had a shitty relationship full of yelling and a whole bunch of ghetto shit, and she pro- they were probably separated. Yeah. Early on into the marriage, I'm assuming, <laughs> I, right? I, they I couldn't, couldn't have been
3: married for that long, right?
2: No, they're it, less than a year. Okay, so well, damn. they probably got separated at some point, and she was like, "Oh, Big Sean, <laughs> who I, I think she already knew. Oh, how big is your? T-? I don't know, whatever. <laughs> I but mean, I don't think that she cheated no. on her him, and he. I don't. I hope he wasn't abusive. She said something about drugs, depression, and. Something else. I didn't hear
3: the claims that he had abused her. That's fucked up. I just heard it a couple of times. Everybody was mad at her for, you know, potentially cheating on her husband that they had never heard of. So it's like a few of y'all. I think he's
2: Nigerian. Yeah, he or Yoruba.
3: Yeah, Yoruba. I just uh, Wikipedia'd him because I needed a face. I mean, why not? And it still didn't really bring anything around for me. It but, wasn't going to. Right. But his his Wikipedia cleared some things up for me. I was yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. so this is, I understand how this happened.
2: Because Mama's with the with the head wraps mm-hmm, on and mm-hmm. the full entire oh, yeah. regalia were like, you, <laughs> you went. W- <laughs> like, they were dragging That's her. That's right. I was like, oh, we're my pissed. God. <laughs> I said, "Ma'am, shit. Okay, okay, let's just get some clarity. We don't know what happened to you." Right. Yet. Anyway, they both despise each other at this point. I guess Janae went on Instagram. I mean, on Snapchat. I didn't even know the chat one. And she took a whole bunch of pictures of the floor. This looks like it could be like at a, a clinic or like. Is
3: it artistic, like salon The lobby of a church? Or? No. She oh.
2: literally took a picture of the ground and she put the captions. This is what it says. It
3: says. Oh, Lord.
2: <clears throat> Lots of stories to be told. I will sing them to you. There's freedom and truth. I will tell it to you. Don't trip. These okay, those were I guess about her album and how she's gonna talk about it on the album. Which I feel like if you are a musician going through skinless breakup or some shit, that's the place to do it. Mm -hmm. Don't nobody want to hear your voice. Uh,
3: (laughs) Why say it for free? Yeah. Why? (laughs) Hello. What? (laughs) Hello. You got an album. That's it. Put it on that.
2: Um, these I think are directed towards him. It says, "Don't trip. I'll make sure to put money in you and your fam's pocket, (laughs) since that's what you want and probably always ever wanted." (laughs) No need to be bitter when I'm bigger than you. Damn.
3: Damn.
2: But still, stupid-ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you.
3: Oh, that's a direct quote from her man.
2: Yikes. (laughs) Return of the rage, word to Cuddy. Which, I mean... My God.
3: I mean, she that's just like went there, friend. right? Okay. she. I did not know Janae Aiko could <laughs> be see, that
2: ruthless. I fuck with her.
3: True, <laughs> she's from the hood. Like, I mean, yeah, I hear her saying that all the time, but her references for the California hood don't resonate with me. I mean, I don't I, get the, it. And right. I mean, So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when she says she from the hood, that could mean really. You it. know what? <laughs>
2: if you want like a crisp idea of where Janae Aiko's from, this is no shame. Look up Mila J. Her sister, because Mila is unapologetically ghetto. <laughs> and I live. <laughs> like, she is hood. Mm. Janae Aiko is like earthy and, you know, stones. Jamila. Jamila.
3: Aiko. Aba Chalambo. They really have some Tumblr names, man. I love it.
2: It's a whole bunch of them too. But yeah, anyway.
3: Oh, I did not know Mila was an acronym. And stands for Made in Los Angeles.
2: I think she just came up with that recently. But, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Either way, mm. she's cute. I like her. Yeah. Um, and Janae, too. So I'm really not even surprised by the savagery in well, these comments. Her
3: Wikipedia says Jamila was born and raised in the upper class Ladera Heights, California.
2: <laughs> Ladera Heights is upper class?
3: Uh, That's what uh, Frank Ocean said. Um, I thought
2: they were from Crenshaw.
3: Uh, this says that she is the daughter of Christina Yamamoto and Dr. Karamo Chilombo. Oh, they sound like
2: they make like cars. A
3: pediatrician. <laughs> oh, y'all girls
2: are.
3: Oh, <laughs> no news. Girl, how broke are you when your daddy is a fucking doctor? What? A pediatrician, too, on top of that. Not even just some nigga with his JD. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Y'all are like the
2: mixed Cosby's. <laughs> girl. So, yeah, I was thinking that they mm-hmm, were actually from thought, Cascade. You thought. <sighs> Been swindled again, friend. Uh, well, either way, they still ghetto, and I live for it. All right. Um, uh, Super Bowl next year. Let's talk about it.
3: You know who's not talking about it
2: anymore? Adele.
3: That's right.
2: She's done. So I don't know where this rumor came from of Adele possibly being the performer for the Super Bowl next year. Um, I'm glad that it's a lie. Because I love Adele Down. Mm -hmm. Adele is, you know, a true talent. Um, Adele still shops at Target and Mm H&M.
3: And she stands for Beyonce in a pure, heartfelt way.
2: Just a completely unchained (laughs) love. And I appreciate that.
3: You bring up Beyonce's name and her eyes light up like a kid on Christmas.
2: I remember when they were trying to say that she, like... take Beyonce off her album or like That's why this story was so
3: funny to me because Zayn was like, Oh, we heard that you turned when she did that interview with Apple Music, we heard you turned Beyonce down and she was like, I would never be so disrespectful To deny Beyonce.
2: Excuse me. She said,
3: The reality is that Beyonce would not even want to be in the room with me. I would be crying and screaming the entire time. I'm such a fucking fan. (laughs) Like,
2: Like, I would never.
3: And so he's like, You know, this means Beyonce can call you now and be like, You said it. She was like, Please do. Like, this bitch is not going to call me because she's Beyonce and I am not Beyonce.
2: But she's Adele.
3: So, the fact she felt that way about Beyonce, but not the NFL or Pepsi or <laughs> the Super Bowl. She's like, those things mean nothing. You Americans and your fun, that is nothing to me.
2: Um. So, she basically said that the Super Bowl is less about music and just like she doesn't dance or do anything like that. She said they were very kind. They did ask me, but I did say no. Mm-hmm. This is what the NFL and Pepsi said. It says, the NFL and Pepsi are big fans of Adele. We have had conversations with several artists about the Pepsi Super Bowl halftime show. However, we have not at this point extended a formal offer to Adele or anyone else. We are focused on putting together a fantastic show for Houston, and we look forward to revealing that in a good time. I just feel like I might as well just have Beyonce do it again.
3: It's Houston. <laughs> I was gonna say, those statements don't even really contradict each other. They don't. <laughs> The, the the NFL is like, well, basically, I mean, yeah, we asked her, but we didn't extend a formal, formal offer, offer because she said no. Right. And, and so everybody gets that. Now, why y'all went to Adele in the first place? So it's they, a mystery. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because. Matter of fact, they called her fucking girl. manager or assistant, agent, whoever. And they was like, they had their hand over the phone. Like, so I, I got. <laughs> I got Pepsi on the line, and they want to know if you'll come do the halftime show. On. And I was like,
3: for what? No. No. <laughs> no. no. For what? You need somebody who has choreography and more than two upbeat songs. Do they
2: know that I just stand on the stage with a microphone and I sing about pain? <laughs>
3: Y'all haven't heard about my sold-out world tour. I'm doing six fucking dates at Madison Square Garden, and I'm not. The only prop is this mic stand.
2: They just want fireworks and their team to win. Nobody wants to be thinking about their ex. Right. Like for 15 <laughs> right. minutes.
3: Right.
2: During the halftime. In
3: the show. middle of the biggest football game of the year, let's take a trip into our feelings. Let's all get depressed. <laughs> Fuck the game. All of a sudden someone like you comes out, bitch. This is Don't nobody want to hear this shit. The fucking super Niggas ball. is
2: drunk and here you go playing a which bitch does that? They're not even going to be able to charge the same for their commercials cuz the girls are, Doritos are going to be like, we'll see They're y'all next year." Because we're not doing that. Adele don't even
3: play Adele at parties.
2: So Adele made the right decision and said no. And so now they're trying to be cute and be like, Well, we never extended a formal offer because you had no reason to
3: Because you got no even you didn't even get a tepid yes.
2: you didn't (laughs) even you probably even (laughs) speak to her personally.
3: Oh no, you definitely did not speak to her personally. (laughs) But through, I'm sure a team of very well paid white people, Adele told y'all absolutely not. Won't
2: be doing it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Um. So there's a petition apparently for Kanye West to do it. Oh Christ! Either way, you know, I'm just gonna watch the commercials when somebody puts them on YouTube the next day, and
3: you know, I wouldn't be surprised if DJ Khaled did it because that way they could get a whole bunch of people under one umbrella.
2: Yo, listen, who has anyone else come up with this idea? I don't know. I don't think so. Unmatched. I'm the first. You get the points for that. (laughs)
3: Somebody pay me.
2: Khaled has to do it. Because his album is good. His album actually is great. It is good. He will get everybody to come. That's
3: right. Everybody will. First of all, you ain't got to twist niggas arms for the Super Bowl. To come to
2: the Super Bowl to perform at the halftime show? I'm just
3: saying. Everybody will take a pay cut for that.
2: Beyonce will certainly come back out. Um, You know, Remy Ma will be all the way up.
3: Beyonce might not just because everybody else would be there. Like,
2: and she don't want to have to deal with everybody wanting to... You
3: know, Beyonce can't go nowhere without niggas trying to be... Look, i get my Snapchat. But Beyonce
2: also has the battering ram known as Julius. Oh, that's to true. Clear the way. <laughs> that's true. She also that has so a rude. bodyguard by the name of Blue Ivy, mm-hmm. who will simply turn right on over to Bruno Mars, Man. Katy Perry, Meryl Streep, whoever's there. Right. And just be like, no, we're not doing that. Excuse us. (laughs) Thank you so much. Cam Newton, you ain't even black no more. Oh, we're not
3: doing her. We're not. You know,
2: let's just move on forward.
3: So how do you feel
2: about, you know, your your friend Camilla and...
3: So I read the headline about Cam Newton. I thought that can't be right. And then I read the news story about him and I said, oh, I don't accept this. And I won't read anything further about it. (laughs) So I left it right there.
2: So you have just chosen to remove this from your reality.
3: Yes, because I am upset that every single time I talk about somebody on this fucking show within a year, year and a half, they make me mad.
2: I expected at this point. I mean, I think but we're
3: Cam Newton wasn't. All, he wasn't on this bullshit. You yeah, know, I don't and get it's the same happened. thing with Richard Sherman. I wanted to have Richard Sherman's babies and now you're doing this all lives matter shit. And it's just like what? What is wrong with these niggas? Wow,
2: those would have been some chicken eating, baby.
3: (laughs) Oh, can you you imagine?
2: Just nothing but chicken.
3: I mean, I feel like our kids could have been so woke. It could have been just so just...
2: Maybe that loss (sighs) broke him.
3: But, you know, I just really feel like you can't give black men fame and money because they just cannot handle both at the same time. They just lose it. So, rest in peace, Cam Newton. Oh, we barely knew you.
2: Um, Chris Brown has won big and custody battle for his lovely child. Um, he and the child's mother Nia were going back and forth through the court system. He was uh, required to pay twenty five hundred dollars a month in child support, which apparently he will continue to do. That sounds so low. Sh- I mean, doesn't it? <laughs> $2,500. My
3: God.
2: But I thought about it and I said, Chris Brown almost <laughs> always has this baby. Chris Brown surely laces her in whichever garment yeah. he possibly can. Mm-hmm. None that she even gives a shit about. Because I saw a little video where she had apparently dressed herself. And she had on, like, of course, Aww. a tutu and some little of kitten course. heels. i was <laughs> I'm done. <laughs>
3: This is my outfit for the day.
2: I'm regal, girl. If
3: you bitches don't like it, it's just because you don't know fashion.
2: Who wore it best? You
3: can't tell a look.
2: Me, girl. (laughs) You know, so he like, from what I can see, and of course I could be wrong because, again, I don't know these niggas, but it looks like he spoils his child riding. Mm -hmm. So, giving the mama $2,500 a month, I mean, I just feel like... That the child support is supposed to give the child an equal experience, right? So, like, when you go and you're staying with your mama, you don't feel like, oh, all we got is right, fit, right. almond things. So you're not living
3: in total poverty at your mama's house. Chex, the, the lap of luxury. <laughs>
2: That was what that was about. <laughs> but didn't he move her to like L.A. and was like, and like got her a place or something? I don't yeah, really I know. Yeah, I think he
3: did. I think he did buy her a house. So I guess the 2500 is just for living expenses, which should be... Enough, I guess. I don't really
2: know. Either way, I don't either. But she was trying to get sixteen thousand.
3: Oh, I know that's right, girl. You sound like me. (laughs) I mean, that was the the baby name royalty. That
2: was the whole reason we knew the jig
3: was up. Then she named her currency.
2: She thought she could slick a can of oil. She did. And
3: (laughs) Chris Brown said, "Chris is a nobody's grizzier than me, bitch."
2: (laughs) Chris is and. Mexico.
3: Chris said, oh, you thought watch me be a good father. Because <laughs> that's all he wanted. I know this girl was like, Chris Brown is going to continue to do coke he was like, and
2: be in these streets. Being a good daddy? I've been ready to do this. It's just committing to you <laughs> hoes that I'm not going to do. <laughs> right. Fuck you, bitch. I love my baby. You're just the uterus
3: that happened to get shot up. I've been waiting on this.
2: Caroochie just kept saying no. Kept asking me for the $300. <laughs> for good reason. And I mean, you look like, at this. no. She kept going. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Carucci had her own abortion money. <laughs> I don't know from where like, but <laughs> Colourpop? No, that was post breakup I think.
3: <laughs> no, oh you're right. She had a job though, right? When they met. She was somebody's assistant no, or something. She was That's not. how they met.
2: She met because I think she was like his stylist or um, she was on like a styling team.
3: Okay. And then he was makes like, That makes more
2: sense. No, I will take care of you. Yeah. Because you know you gotta cut off any source of income they can. So they are That's completely true. reliant on right. you. Mm-hmm. And then you give them the finer things. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, that little, you know, $10 an hour wasn't taking me to St. Tropez. And then it's <laughs> no, just it like, oh, great. I'm good, you know, whatever. And then by the time you finally come to your senses, you done lost who you are as a person. and You got to start from scratch.
3: <laughs> and you didn't realize you hit rock bottom until you turned on the TV on Christmas and your man was sitting courtside with Rihanna. With
2: the baddest.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why that detail always cracks
2: me up. Because it is so <laughs> fucked up. Like, it's what? It's unbelievable that he left her on Christmas. Floor <laughs> seats at a televised
3: sport. Like, nobody ga- was going to notice Chris Brown and Rihanna at a game. Really, bitch?
2: Unbelievable. Like, 1,000%. If, if ever anybody said, fuck your feelings.
3: So, did Chris Brown get like full custody or something?
2: Well, I think she was trying to get like monitored uh, custody. And make sure it was like only the feds oh, or I don't know some shit around. It. I think she was trying to get like uh, drug tests done and all kinds mm-hmm. of crazy shit. It looks like the judge was just like, "Girl, shut up." <laughs> so okay. well, they're getting joint custody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then apparently, this is the crazy part. Apparently, the judge ordered Chris to give her like I think it was twenty grand mm-hmm. for a lawyer, and she has to pay him the money back. So (laughs) I'm confused about that.
3: (laughs) So he has to pay for her to get the lawyer, but she has to pay him back for the lawyer.
2: I don't understand how that works. I don't either. Like what was the point of giving of asking this nigga to give her some money you know she ain't got? She's trying to get sixteen thousand a month. Right. I don't understand how the court works. That's why I tried to stay out of it. That's very
3: puzzling to me, but mm, all right.
2: Either way, you know I'm surprised
3: this story isn't about Chris Brown fucking up, so I'm just. I'm glad. I'm sure there's
2: a reason to do that, but let's just talk about him being a good dad, yeah, and loving and his. Celebrate, baby.
3: yes, the mm-hmm. fact that he does seem to care for that child a great deal, and she may not always be around the the best and the brightest, but <laughs> that's all right. That's all right.
2: You know, many people have triumphed
3: mm-hmm.
2: and become fantastic despite the odds. people mm-hmm. despite the odds of insane and that's problematic right. parents. I'm sure she'll
3: have the best teachers, go to the best schools. Absolutely. There is hope for young royalty. She'll have a Miss Reign. Royalty Brown.
2: Well, hopefully this is the end of the (laughs) battle royale of of royalty.
3: I hope they work it out, Chris and his baby mama, and they stop fighting in the court system. Amen.
2: So, uh, do you want to talk about this Nate Parker thing? Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. You know what? I feel like we should. It's not my
3: read or anything. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I did not want to get into it by myself. You're going to have to do it with me. Don't want
2: <sighs> Okay, so Nate Parker is a director. Uh, a lot of people are discussing his upcoming film, The Birth of a Nation, which... Mm-hmm. Tells the story of, you know, the first Django. Oh, God. I know everybody's super excited about
3: yeah, it. Yeah, it did really well at Sundance. Yeah.
2: Incredibly well. So excited. Um, Nate Parker was uh, accused and went to trial for a uh, rape in 1999 of... A girl at Penn State. Uh, apparently while she was unconscious, the story says. He and uh, a friend of his, who I think wrote the
3: movie? Uh, he has a credit for it. I think maybe he helped write it or maybe he did write it. But yeah, he's definitely credited as a at least a co-writer.
2: Okay, so the uh, Nate was acquitted and his writing partner... Jean Celestine, did I say that right? Your I don't know if know. it's
3: Celestine or Celestine because there's no e at the end, so that could go either way. So
2: it's irrelevant. It
3: doesn't matter, right?
2: He uh, received a six month sentence. So, but I only oh, he which served, he appealed, right, right?
3: And then was like, I think he didn't even ever have to go to jail. He that criminal conviction may not even still be on the record, yeah, honestly,
2: because. It was the assault of a woman, so at Penn State, which I don't
3: know if you remember the giant fucking controversy out of Penn State a few years ago about the football program and how the coach knew about one of the assistant coaches molesting kids on I campus for like a decade. That I was do Penn State. That. I and do they covered that. it up for the benefit of the athletic Holy program. shit. And I would not be surprised if Penn State and a whole lot of other big ass schools have like just like this problem. I feel like this is just the surface of the shit that Penn State has been covering up and allowing to happen on campus.
2: It's only a matter of time before somebody writes a movie about that shit.
3: Shout out to Penn State for the shitty consistency.
2: Super. uh, Mm.
3: Really would love to send my children there. Just so elite. Mm. Mm. Just would feel so great about my teenagers being on that campus. Super safe.
2: The girl who uh, suffered the. I don't even like saying rape anymore. The the assault. Yes. She unfortunately took her own life recently. So the story and the news of the trial from back then has resurfaced. Now people are saying that this could be trouble for this movie that's supposed to be coming out that people are so excited about. <laughs> I'm just going to wrap it up by saying this anyway because Shade and Fool should be done by now. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this movie I don't give a fuck about uh, Nate Parker I don't give a fuck about Jean Celestine Celestine no E whatever his name yeah, is whatever. I don't give a fuck about this very lengthy uh, Facebook press conference that he had about his feelings in the moment <clears throat> I don't care about any about of that the issue here is that a young girl suffered Traumatizing incident, and while they're saying there's nothing to prove that you know her committing suicide is linked to that, Mm. she. I think her brother said that she tried to take her own life twice after it happened That she was depressed. Her family
3: said she went into a really bad state after the trial and all, uh, as you would totally expect. And that she never really recovered. And if she and tried that's not twice surprising. and then was successful the third time, I don't know how you could possibly think that those things were not oh, related. No. That isn't the sort of thing you can just expect a person to bounce back from.
2: Yeah, I think that people think that this is something that just happens and you're just like, oh, wow, that sucks. And then maybe you go get like a therapist that looks like, I don't know, Maggie Gyllenhaal or something. And then you talk to that person for six months mm-hmm. and then it's just like, oh, my life is so brand new and I'm on meds now and everything's okay. That's not how this works. Right, and no. maybe if people actually started paying attention and giving a fuck, then maybe we would start treating these situations with a little bit more uh, <coughs> of a serious attitude and approach. Uh, but the point for me just is that it's unfortunate that that happened. It's unfortunate that, you know, she was so racked with all kinds of darkness because of something like that and all like once this shit like that happens and then you spiral into depression. Nothing makes sense anymore. Everything is up from the, even her brother said that she was detached from reality. Mm-hmm. Up is down, down is up. Nothing makes every sense. Any sense? Right. It's a struggle to get out of bed in the morning. And, and apparently so, she has a son. I didn't even know that. So, so
3: yeah, which makes the whole thing just it's just so fucking sad. I just
2: don't give a fuck about this slave ass movie. Like I know that people are excited about this Nate Nat Parker or Nat, Nat Turner, Turner. I'm sorry you know biopic and whatever i had already long before i knew about this decided that i wasn't going to see it and mm-hmm. i've talked about why i'm not watching no more slave ass movies yeah. um and that's just my personal business if you're super excited to go see it you can i don't give a shit either way you know i won't judge you i don't really care but i'm not concerned with how this movie is going to pan out yeah or the success i don't or really care if it does well i don't give a shit
3: Right. And it's sad because it feels like this is a missed opportunity for us to celebrate a black director and, you know, a black cast. And even if I personally am tired of slave movies, I was at least going to buy a ticket to support the fact that it's a black director and black people working. But I just can't even bring myself to do that now. And I think it's very interesting that Nate Parker, his whole thing, like when he's doing these interviews and stuff with Variety and all this, he's never saying... Oh, I didn't rape that girl. He keeps saying, I went through something 17 years ago, and this happened to me, and it's a very distressing thing, And but it's time for me to move on with my life.
2: Well, I have no further feelings about that. Um, I wish everybody the best. I wish her family the best, and you know her son, and all of that, and uh, everybody over on the side of this team, film, or whatever. I hope y'all you know Mm. make the best out of the situation i guess i
3: mean i just (laughs) uh, i'm just
2: not concerned about that
3: it's terrible because if we like on the one hand i feel like it is important to not support people who you feel do terrible unconscionable things but we also don't do this when white men fuck up in this same way like we don't It's not that nobody talks about it, but it's not some big movement to like cancel their careers the way it is when black men fuck up. But I'm not in I'm not ever going to defend Nate Parker between this and the whole. I would never play a gay man because it is helping to marginalize the black man's identity thing. That Really? Oh, you didn't hear about that?
2: (laughs) So I'm super good now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm real great.
3: This was a couple years ago. Thanks for when, that. Back when Beyond the Lights was coming out, and he said that in an effort to preserve the black man, he will never play a gay character.
2: <laughs> Nobody's asking.
3: And so, and they, and he said something decent about Hollywood, you know, always trying to put black men in dresses and stuff Don't like care. that. And then he said black men also always get roles that consist of men with questionable sexuality.
2: Do they? Do they? <sighs> so Is that
3: something that happens? Between that... Between that and... This. And this rape trial and this white wife that he picked up. I'm just feeling... I'm getting oh, real... let's just... What else? He's married to... What oh else does yeah, your MacBook <laughs> have in it? White what woman? else is your
2: MacBook have in it?
3: That's all I got. It's okay. It's those three. But those three things are going to be the reason I can't support him. Well, you Napier. know what they it's say about three all three working in tandem. <laughs> okay? Thanks a just bunch. can't do I it. I have
2: made my... I was already done. You know, I was actually going to hit you with it because, you know... I do think that it's important for us to spotlight, you know, black people making achievements and stuff like that. And there's plenty of movies that I've, I've bought tickets for and not gone to see because I feel a way about, you know, watching certain type of subject matter or yeah. content, what have you. This was not going to be one of those movies, and it's not for any personal reason. I just don't even want to think about it. Like that's just not my headspace when it comes to film and stuff like that. However, I don't think that his career should have been canceled. Um, I don't think that he should be shat on because of any of it or whatever. I just don't think the concern should be with him. Not You know what I'm saying? He ain't dead, you know? And he is not the one mm-hmm. who suffered the depression and stuff from this assault. He's not the one who suffered the assault. So I just... You know, I hope that he has a successful career and that he can make wise choices and say wise. Yeah, I things. think I, f- I think I
3: feel what you're saying here. I think I get like what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying?
2: That? Like, I just I'm I'm not thinking about him. Like, right there's a now.
3: lot of uproar behind Nate Parker, but it's kind of like what really can be done. He's always he's already gone through the criminal justice system, which is clearly trash. Mm-hmm. I think he got off on like a technicality or something. That's what they said. Something. Where oh she had agreed to have sex with him before, so I guess it's like a forty-eight hour day pass. Like is this this isn't Six Flags? You can just come in and out. Yeah, that's you logical because you, because I said so. Mm-hmm. So I think it was some situation like that, and it just everybody's fucked up, right? Nobody's perfect. Everybody has done something wrong. Nobody is flaw free, and so what every, each of us as individuals have to do is decide what we're willing to tolerate from Absolutely. people, yes. and if you are not willing under any circumstances. To spend money to see a director who has raped somebody then i applaud you because that's great but you about to not see a whole lot of
2: fucking movies (laughs) i mean that's true too right
3: i'm saying if you feel that way great but i wish y'all would apply it to white male directors and other people in the entertainment industry the same way you do black people when they fuck up i'm not
2: even saying i would never watch a nate parker movie in my life i had no that man could have donated to every fucking and everything I'm, I would have never watched this movie. Mm-hmm. And I still am not concerned with his well-being in this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not saying, oh, I hope his career is shit and I'm never going to watch any of his movies. I would have never watched this regardless. So right. I just don't really care about how this story affects Birth of a Nation. I don't care.
3: Yeah, no, I'm not concerned. I don't have some black worry that birth of a nation is gonna flop now, right and how dare you everybody is just trying to put the black man down and this is all just coincidence mm-hmm. and y'all just mad and why is it coming up now none of that is helpful or useful or anything that i give a fuck about like that means nothing to me
2: so so there it is all right <laughs> i guess we're done so let's just go ahead and take us a little break pay bills and we'll be back So we're back, and it's time for Listener Letters.
3: That's right. Send your—I don't know why that was melodic. Send your questions (laughs) to Ask the Read. It
2: was very, like, (laughs)
3: 50. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. God, Okay. Ask the Read at gmail.com. We may just read it
2: It loud
3: on the show. And let's just dive right in with Deezy, who says, Hey, guys, I'm 27 years old, and I finally ate ass for the first time.
2: Next. What else we got?
3: surprisingly, I enjoy doing it so much that I'm including this act into my normal sexual routine
0: cool, <clears throat>
3: and now that it is a part of my regular routine, my girl asked if I would allow her to return the favor
2: oh oh,
3: I'm hesitant on this matter not only because this is completely new for me, but I feel that having any having anyone's tongue in my ass would be kind of gay. I have nothing against gay people, but I'm just not about that life ah! sorry, I didn't read this all the way through. <laughs> It just popped up. My question to y'all is have you ever gotten your ass out eaten? Oh girl. And if you're significant (laughs) Studs Woo. love this Thriller anyway, laugh. And if your significant other offered, would you accept it? Oh my God. Do you,
2: <laughs> do you listen do you to a straight
3: men do this show? <laughs> I don't think this question is for us, right? This must be one of the people who sent it, it to every podcast show. because
2: clearly you're unfamiliar with us.
3: Oh my God. But the email address looks so real. I don't know. Also, what position would you take if you did accept it? Something about a man being bent over and having objects inserted into his anal cavity really makes me cringe, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks so much. Keep up the great
2: work. First of all, the nigga don't do it. Why are you even asking us <laughs> if you're so disgusted by it and it's just so gay? Well, it's then great don't when he it. eats a girl's ass, but just the thought. Then maybe you're a giver and not a fucking receiver. Like, why are you asking mm, us? Because yes. there's a little piece of your brain in the back that's really curious as to mm-hmm. how that feels. I'm here to tell you as an actual 1,000% homosexual (laughs) male. That's
3: right. That's you.
2: That that ain't gotten... You know what's gay? Having a man put his tongue in a man's butt.
3: Or cuddling with a nigga. Like, in a sexual way. Like, after y'all got done smashing. Because he's your boyfriend. That's gay. That's pretty gay. Being in a relationship with a man is gay. Being in love with a man is gay.
2: Oh. Marrying a man's gay. Mm-hmm.
3: That is gay. Uh, Having feeling a romantic attraction towards a person of the same sex. That is gay.
2: You only talked to us talk to us about your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Now I'm assuming that when you say girlfriend, you're talking about a girl. So that's <laughs> right. I'm just confused. <clears throat> like I don't. Here's the problem with niggas like this y'all are so uncomfortable with your sexuality Mm -hmm. and this and you're like comfortable in how dumb this is like it doesn't even you're not even really acknowledging the fact that you don't have sexual feelings for a man unless you do (laughs) but i'm taking your words for it so Mm -hmm. you don't have sexual feelings for a man you're in a relationship with a woman that's right you like eating ass so you're already into the backdoor action to a degree now, she wants to return the favor, which I'm giving her five high fives. She better than me.
3: I've never offered.
2: Never <laughs> in my. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nigga, I will get and, up so fast. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to be here no can more. You?
2: <laughs> I'm actually. It's time for me to go.
3: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm allergic. I should have told you.
2: <laughs> mama dudes. Hey, I have to catch my Uber.
3: Whoa, well, girl! You know the A train stops going express at 10:45 on weeknights. You know they just start charging you so after I've two minutes. I gotta go. So Uber is surging. So I'm gonna just. Yeah, but it, this has been fun. I will talk to you later.
2: I just assume that the average straight niggas ass smells like. Not to mention the forest
3: you must have to go through to even get to
2: it <laughs> <laughs> my
3: god and there are just dingleberries and all kind of you know what they didn't have to hear that other you know we're just getting produce located graphic. in there along the way i'm sure um, it doesn't smell right i know st- most straight I'm men just i know you, they're not cleaning that ass out before sex are too i know they're not too lazy i know there is a doodle ring all up in there <laughs>
2: look i'm just saying that she's bold it's like she clearly knows you better than us so, I'm going to just assume that your hygiene is together. If it is, hit, nigga, you don't even need to be asking questions or considering mm-hmm. it until you figure out how to thoroughly wash your figgy pudding. <laughs> um,
3: Every time you call it that,
2: just, I'm sure I got I that just from Monique.
3: Collapse. My
2: <laughs> um, so, <laughs>
3: something about figs.
2: Because if you think about it,
3: figgy pudding. And how everything man-scented, so many things man-scented have figured them. It just takes me down. (laughs) Anyway.
2: So, yes, it's not gay to have a girl eat your ass. And I think that you would actually be surprised by how much you like it because... Sexuality doesn't have anything to do with like nerve endings and pleasure. So,
3: (laughs) (laughs) right, it can feel good regardless.
2: Regardless, throw them legs back. 50 Cent said Vivica did it. (laughs) Um, I think maybe Joelle Santana talked about doing it once, but let me not misquote nobody. Really, either way. It's straight niggas out here getting their butt ate because it feels great. Like, mm-hmm. let the girl do it. You're going to like it. If she asks for her best friend, Twan, to come over and do it too, that's when you have to start asking mm-hmm. questions.
3: You don't have to like, get on your knees and bend over.
2: Right. You, you don't just have lay to down. get in a sling. It's right there.
3: It's not far, right? Right. It's, it's
2: just... It's a little bit... I think it's further than
3: I this. mean, is it not the same distance from the... No. It's
2: not? No, because I feel like y'all have... I feel like our gooch is longer.
3: Is it? It might be, huh? I I don't know. Uh, we should get a tape measure. <laughs>
2: Either way, I just Google feel it. like we have like like a man has like a scrotum and then like uh, like hair on that, right? And so you know what I'm saying. You're already passing this entire like plane. But I'm saying of you scent.
3: you can't you can't eat a man's ass while he's on his back absolutely Okay, that's I'm saying right but you can
2: still get to it absolutely his side right. standing up
3: there's all you don't have to if you feel
2: emasculated bending over there's other positions where your girl could eat your and ass. honestly I feel sorry for you like your sexual experiences are going to be so whack and this is why none of your fucking girlfriends and wives have had orgasms and they got to figure out how to do it when they turn 50 because y'all niggas are just like oh I don't need it and back to the homosexual part okay like, let, that's let me, right right The problem with this is that y'all are so uncomfortable with anything that you feel is emasculating or isn't masculine or is gay, even when it doesn't make any sense. Homosexual means that you are sexually attracted to somebody of the same sex. You are sexually involved with someone of the opposite sex. So I don't understand how you feel like that's gay. You are just, and then that whole shit ripples along into the rest of society and then the next thing you know well cinnamon toast crunch that shit gay because <laughs> I don't need to see my taste like what?
3: Like, <laughs> shut up and get that booty ate how you gonna eat something that say sugar on nigga that's right.
2: Gay. <laughs> who, is, who is this this chef motherfucker looking at this cookie crisp ass bitch okay
3: you can't eat no cereal with a man on the box my nigga that's gay
2: hard stars and horseshoes Clovers and blue moons. Get that gay shit out of it. Like,
3: and they're gonna what? Niggas be looking for things to make you gay. Like, Anything. what happened to just being gay? What, what? Why can't they just be in a gay relationship? And why isn't that y'all, enough?
2: <laughs> y'all be the ones who are so concerned with this gay shit. I do not wake up no. in the morning and be like, oh, another day gay. Let me go see what kind of fag shit I can get into <laughs> today. Like, oh, man. Ugh. Anyway, um, I wish you well. I... <clears throat> Don't care if you try it or not, but I think that you would be pleasantly surprised if you did because it just feels good. The end. All right. But you may not like it. Some guys don't like it. Some gay guys don't like it.
3: So I was always against it because I just don't feel, I just, I'm not against it, but more like hesitant to try it because, you know, back direction, I just don't. It doesn't. It's taking me a while to mm-hmm. accept that that's a thing people do. I it's know. fine. You right. know, we're mm-hmm. all on a journey. Yeah. But I just don't want you to think that because you ate my ass, that means I'm gonna eat your ass.
2: Now you see, here's the thing. I've never been in a position where it's been like, okay, now let's reciprocate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never okay. had anybody be like cool. like wipe their face and be <laughs> like, Okay, your turn. <laughs> That's never happened. Right. No one's ever asked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that anybody who knows me ever will. And it feels almost hypocritical to be like, oh, absolutely, go for it. Right. Have fun down there. But, but I will never. But I shall not put my lips. <laughs> Ugh. Now, see, the thing is, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I know what, when I get into the shower. Oh, right. How I handle oh, my process. business. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? So I know that I wouldn't be yourself. leading you to a valley of despair. We don't I wouldn't do, do that. that to you. <laughs> but I don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't need... To go down there and find mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm, it's just not. Right. I don't even. I don't. I'm not even interested in trying mm-hmm. to take that risk. Nope. It's just not my thing. It's so everybody real. has their thing. I deal with the other side. So you deal.
3: <laughs> so you deal with the side.
2: I deal with the. I'm the not side. going. I got front. You got back. I'm not that's going just out how back. Right. We do. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to mix and mingle here. But you have the opportunity, sir, to try something interesting. And I just feel like why.
3: Oh my God, that's really it. Why one place of y'all yourself takes front, and the front.
2: Like, what it. stud is like your turn? Like, does
3: that happen? No, it's more like, please let me eat your ass. I don't care if you don't want to eat mine.
2: Just Great. Let me,
3: I want, I've been thinking about eating your ass all day. Please <laughs> let me do it. <laughs> it just
2: lingers on their mind. They
3: just, really, I wish more straight women, if only for their benefit, they could be attracted to studs because <laughs> studs are just waiting to be everything you want them to be. They really are. But only y'all. They're only doing this for straight women. Yes. The other gay women they could not give less of a fuck about. But and you this know This is it's why fine. I
2: end up paying child support for babies and insurance. Oh my
3: god. And Brittany already posting some new girl on Instagram. Like, I hope this one is at least by girl. But anyway, who am I to talk? <laughs> Our next question comes from Sin who says Santana? Sin, maybe. Sin is a girl. Sin is Sin is a lesbian. It is Oh, and Sin says me and my girlfriend have been seeing each other for a couple of months and it's my first official lesbian relationship. <laughs> like Look, I
2: just We just it was just here we go.
3: <laughs> She's a great woman, but today I unwisely asked her if she'd ever had a threesome before. <laughs> I don't know Asking why this y'all question. Ask questions
2: you don't want the answer to. Go ahead. <laughs>
3: Asking this question was a mistake of epic proportions. Mm -hmm. She told me, yes, she's had a few with two girls, one girl, one boy, and with two boys. What I'm about to say is super problematic and completely contrary to my sex positive values. But the fact that she's had a threesome with two men really bothers me. (laughs) She's a stud and I'm pretty femme. And the idea of her being with two guys at once is just a lot. I know this is a completely self-inflicted issue, but now that I've thrust myself into this stupid internal conflict, do you have any advice on how to get past this? I know her past shouldn't matter because it's her life, and it was before we were together, and sexuality is definitely a spectrum, but I still can't stop thinking about my gorgeous thug girlfriend taking two dicks and it's messing up (laughs) up our vibe. (laughs) Help, please! P.S. You guys are amazing. Thanks for being here. (sighs) Oh, Sam. oh God! <laughs> I love you guys so
2: much. This is so great. I don't even care if this is a lie. I'm sure that it's not. No, it I'm sure it's not. So true to life.
3: Because I have dated masculine women who have said something similar to me before, and I was like, "Whoa!" Definitely did not expect you to tell me <laughs> that you participated in a dick parade.
2: Now this is the th- this is the thing.
3: I. This is so, this is a modern problem. <laughs> if you... you can't even get it together. Do you need to get the giggles out
2: first? <laughs> Do you want me to reread it? No, because then I won't be able to. Okay. Okay. So I, at first I was afraid that you were going to say that you felt like she was a hoe or something for doing all of this. You seem to be saying that you find it hard to balance, I guess, your attraction to her with the thought of her getting banged yes. by cocks, especially with her being a stud. Mm-hmm. I can I can sort of understand sometimes little things from somebody's sexual past may make you look at them a little bit differently. Right. And I can get that. I do, too. Um, Even
3: though I get it a little less, if you are a woman who is just starting your first lesbian relationship yourself so it's kind of like, how do you have any room to talk about or feel in a way about a girl taking dick when your girl clearly knows you've been I taking it? I guess
2: because she's femme and her... I mean, yeah, right. Her. But you just
3: have to realize, like, girl, that is...
2: I mean, she's a beginner. Like, you know, she <laughs> hasn't even had a one-on-one yet. So she doesn't really understand probably right. that...
3: Well, a lot not... of studs used to fuck around with dudes, but a, a whole lot also haven't and just, like, have never had any experience with men. And so that's just, like... I could see how this coming A lot out. of
2: bottoms used the top. A lot of tops used the bottom.
3: Mm. Well, I could see how something like this, you know, would make you feel like, oh, wow. I just don't even know
2: where I am. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Especially if she's like super masculine. So it's even harder to picture her just like.
2: Just imagine that she was in the upside you know, down in that life, in that time of her life. She was in the upside down. Watch Stranger Things. It's just a parallel universe where other things, you know, it's just. Mm. You know that's just not who she is anymore, and you shouldn't judge her by her past, like you said. Her you know, past.
3: Um, <laughs> like it's something terrible, <laughs> like it's some deep dark secret. Uh, you
2: know, once In upon a time, past. not long ago, she took cock, and that's just not who, just as a fact, who she is anymore. Um, and I don't think that you should fault somebody for exploring their sexuality. You know what I'm saying? and Or maybe
3: just not even being totally sure of what their sexuality is.
2: Right, exactly. Because she could have been, at that time, kind of not 100% sure who she was sexually or in terms of gender or masculine, feminine, whatever. So mm-hmm. she was just saw an opportunity to get some, and she got some. <laughs> and life moved right on, and she found you, and now she's a stud, and you're her fam. And I feel like, you know, just... Put it to bed, girl. Right. This
3: is so when this happened to me, I was like, whoa, I was not anticipating this information from you because you look, it just wasn't, you know. And I feel like I'm pretty, you know, Mm-mm. accepting and like right. a cool mom, but right. it, just was, it was just so much. Yes. And so for like, a couple of weeks every time I saw her I was like oh my god like really like there was a dick in your throat but I got over it by telling myself over and over again like this is your hang up about this person like yes this has nothing to do with her I, in my heart of hearts I don't truly care about the genitals of the people you have slept with before me it doesn't really matter to me
2: it's not even really even about like
3: right I mean it's not it, and it's not even really about you like her sexual history and all that it really has nothing to do with you you are just taking it away and you feel Feel icky about it because uh, that just isn't right you know but you don't have a good reason for it and you have to tell yourself like that i'm being childish and dumb about this, this it's not is even
2: sexuality it's absolutely um your it's the fact that we are enamored with masculinity that's mm-hmm. what it is because if this was the other way around and you, and this was a stud talking about how Her feminine girlfriend used to fuck with girls and she also had a threesome with two dudes. I don't think that we would have this conversation. It's the fact that you are now this like image of this masculine girl is Mm -hmm. like shattered or a little bit like cracked (laughs) at least. Because you know that once upon a time, you know, she slept with some guys, but... It shouldn't take away from the person that she is right now and the person that you're attracted <laughs> to. So you should just be able to Lord. I mean, I sort of get it, but it's just a petty reason to right. feel away, you know what it I'm saying? Is, you got to right. just talk to God about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know right. how you would talk you to God. Did you definitely only that. feel
3: that way cuz she's a stud? Right. Exactly. exactly. That's the only reason you feel away. Cuz
2: I would it. never feel away if a guy told me that he fucked girls before, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if I'm dating some like trade ass nigga and he was like, you know, once uh, I won a sex siren. And <laughs>
3: but <laughs> I think people would expect it from Trey. What if a bottom told you that he used to do threesomes with two women? It would be like, whoa.
2: I wouldn't feel, I mean, well, first of all, what are we talking about? <laughs> I would be like, what? really, girl? That's what you
1: used to do? <laughs> me, not
2: me. <laughs> Why are you talking oh, about Let's this? finish up this brunch. Because I'm not, there's nothing else
3: for us. That's the only time you're around gay people you don't know that well.
2: I don't even have a response to that because it's not a lie. Um, so, That's not true. I go to the club. Right. And parties. That's true, too. Um, but, Right. <laughs> the point is, you should be fine. You can absolutely do this. And if it ain't you, she just go find somebody else. That's right. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh in House. <laughs> oh, it's only a matter of time before that young stud takes the world by storm. I mean, she's blowing up, and do you hear? Do you hear that song playing on the block all the time? Mm-hmm. Now? I've heard mm-hmm. at least five times, and the, the other one too, weeks. the
3: Summer '16 or something like that. But definitely the Ooh, I the niggas I love that shit, and so do I. And I think it's great to see a bunch of big grown ass rapity rap niggas listening to this girl who is talking about fucking women with with a strap it just is so it's representation I don't give a fuck. representation matters so our last question hmm. there's one that's like a little serious and then one that's like a little goofy so which one do you want to do
2: i want to do the goofy one
3: all right it says hey guys Just lost it. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. Who were your childhood (laughs) celebrity crushes? Who did you have posters of plastered on your wall? Mine was Kobe Bryant and Marcus Houston from Immature. Don't make fun of me. He was fine back then. Okay, no.
2: Okay, if you'll admit that, then I think I can admit mine. Mine are a little embarrassing.
3: Oh, I used to love Marcus Houston, so I understand.
2: Really? Oh, yes. I wasn't attracted to any of the Mm. immature boys.
3: I will never lie. Again. You don't remember that song? No. Oh, my God. I used to play that song like one of them niggas had actually cheated on me. Like, it was just everything to my little middle school self. But anyway, who were yours?
2: This is going to be very strange. Um, ooh. You know what? I'm just going to lay it all out there and just, you know, I'm older and wiser.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, I can. I think my first celebrity crush Uh was maybe uh what is this guy's name fuck fuck I think his name's Alan Payne
3: David Alan Payne
2: no oh <laughs> um the, oh,
3: light-skinned <laughs> yes, <you are. laughs> the light-skinned nigga from New Jersey i David Alan career
2: yes you are the light-skinned nigga from New York oh City.
3: that nigga oh, that nigga been in everything
2: okay so when he was in when he was on the Cosby show Oh, That's he's on House of Pain now. I don't feel that way <laughs> any longer. <laughs> well,
3: he's also 48 now, so... Oh, but he yeah. lives in Harlem. You might see him. No,
2: thanks. And hes I'm sure he's impossibly wow. heterosexual. But at the same time, mm. when he was... When I was a kid and he was on the Cosby show and in New Jack City, I thought he was just the finest man on earth, obviously. Mm-hmm. That was the beginning of my uh, light-skinned obsession. And um, And you
3: stuck to the pattern because he looks like...
2: Pretty much mm, yep. my the history. The whole
3: lineup. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and I also had a crush on Usher and Justin yeah. Timberlake. Yeah. During mm. the No Strings Attached era, I had a Justin Timberlake crush. but
3: I did too, but I could never really tell what was a crush versus what was just like a musical obsession because all my crushes ran together, like regardless of gender or anything like that it was like first it was brandy and i not, i was never like attracted to brandy no not like that but like when brandy first you came admired
2: out, her right i okay. like
3: i was i that's all i felt about jada nuts. pinkett i had i don't even remember if i've told you this before but i would write like little name posters for all my faves so they're like a oh, brandy and a janet and a mariah and all this and i would rank them on my wall according Work. to who i liked best that week Absolutely. and so every i was switching up all the time janet
2: move bitch i didn't have single <laughs> girl you're not going you to today four. girl
3: brandy just came out with sitting up in my room come so. on the first
2: top eight <laughs> yeah
3: right <laughs> i invented top eight wow my space owes me i want my money that is true so i would just yeah i would do stuff like that but yeah i had crushes on it wasn't anybody really specific it was the same old you know stuff that everybody had a crush on but i remember being like diligent about and i included my my own name in the paper name tag rankings and i would consistently rate myself below like any of my faves (laughs) I'm down here. Sometimes I was doing better than you know Usher or Tamia
2: or whatever. Work.
3: Sometimes I wasn't. <laughs> just, that's the kind of kid I was.
2: You know, nobody made wise choices.
3: So With yeah, I children. I loved just putting posters of my favorite artists in particular on my walls, not really people that I was like, oh, you're so fine, but because I wasn't really encouraged to have feelings for people. <laughs> <laughs> like romantic feelings. Right. A woman would always be like, well, you're not, you can't have a boyfriend or anything like that. So like, are why you are you talking like this? Crazy? I don't know because you're not, you won't be allowed to act on these feelings. So I forgot.
2: What, how did the fuck did I forget about Jason's lyric?
3: Oh, I definitely had a crush on that boy who voiced Simba.
2: What is it? Are you talking name? about motherfucking, um, shut up. JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas.
3: Oh, no. Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the voice of Simba, but the boy who sang for Simba.
2: Oh, Jason that Weaver? That black kid.
3: Yeah, Jason Weaver. Yeah, Jason Weaver was cute I had too. a crush on Jason Weaver. I had
2: a crush on Jason Weaver when he was Marcus.
3: I bought Jason Weaver's album.
2: Work. <laughs> you went above and <laughs> beyond. I wanted it. You had a crush. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I wanted Jason I'm sure he was cute Weaver. or whatever.
2: But... Mm.
3: Yeah, he was cute to me. Oh my God,
2: don't Google him. Fada. you know what life life is just life. it hits you fast that's it nigga. that's not even fair you know We're what you're right gonna... he didn't even ask for that that's right he didn't
3: you know mm, my
2: god i bet he can still sing <laughs>
1: he's a smart guy
3: mm, all right well that is gonna wrap up the question send joyce to ask the reader at gmail.com we'll be back
2: So it's time for the read
3: now. It sure is. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I
2: will just go ahead and go because I'm going to try and be uh, quick and uh, I'm going to try and sugarcoat this, uh, which is something that I rarely do. I was going to say
3: this is new.
2: I don't do this, (laughs) but I know this is a sensitive topic and I'm going to be talking about people that I care about. I want to talk about this Gabby Douglas situation and this hair shit that we're still doing. Now, you mentioned previously that Gabby Douglas, I guess, was at a press conference and she was talking about how people are talking about her fucking hair and talking about how she didn't have her hand over her goddamn heart. And, you know, she, I don't know, drinks ginger ale on Tuesdays, whatever, anything that you can talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, um, which is overwhelming. And I'm sure that coupled with the fact that you have been busting your ass all year long, all mm-hmm. for f- year, years. Man, <laughs> years. You know what I'm saying for these uh, these games and coming out here and winning and and driving yourself fucking crazy to have people saying dumb shit to you instead of being able to celebrate. I'm sure is too much. She's a young girl, um, and she had an emotional moment, which I don't even really want to focus on because at the end of the day, Gabby Douglas is a fucking star. She's a powerhouse. She's amazing. I think that she's a great role model for young girls who may want to get into gymnastics or who just want to see representation for themselves that'll be a two for you
3: well you know what you're making me we're just gonna go
2: ahead and just bounce on out
3: well maybe you're just rubbing off on me i'm about to start being a half hour late to the studio take what you can
2: have take whatever whatever you can get whatever happens Just whatever. either way (laughs) i saw a lot of girls Uh, talking about how they feel like these uh, young women in, uh, in the Olympics should have natural hair for whatever list of reasons. I just want to say this. Listen, I think that the time has come where black people stop policing each other over the type of hair that they have. I think that if you have natural hair, that you should love your fucking hair, you should take care of your hair, and to be beautiful and love your blackness. If you choose not to have natural hair, you want to wear wigs or weaves or whatever, make sure that that shit is, you know, fastened down properly and that it looks good. And then it's well kept the same way that you should keep your other the rest of your hair together and love your blackness and who you are. I just don't think that it's fair to say, well, you know, because it would be great. First, I saw people on Twitter who had me literally in tears. Of laughter. Because, oh, really? <laughs> because they're saying things like, you know, it would be best, you know, for training and aerodynamics and all kinds of physics and, and hidden numbers. Oof. I forgot to mention that Hidden Figures fucking uh, trailer.
3: Hidden Figures. I'll talk
2: about that. The movie with the Taraji and Octavia. Right. And oh, right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'll get to that at the end. Um. So, yeah. So they're talking about all of this, like, athletic stuff and how having natural hair would be beneficial to that, which makes absolutely no sense to me because A, how would you know? You don't, Mm -hmm. you're not an Olympic athlete. You're not an athlete of any kind. So I don't understand how you would know that that would work. And also, these women who you're talking about that don't have natural hair have gold medals. So wouldn't their training be going fine then? Like, Mm. is there a platinum medal that I don't know about that you know about? (laughs) Like, come on, platinum. What's, what's, there's a diamond. What is, what is, what are they missing? Either way, Mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, I understand the importance of embracing your God given hair and why that stuff is uh, important for us to focus on and for us to talk about and for us to encourage young girls not, I don't think to have natural hair, Mm -hmm. but to know why your natural hair is is just as beautiful and bomb and sickening as any other type of hair, any other uh, texture of hair, or anything like that. But I don't think that there should be pressure, especially on younger girls, to have hair that looks like yours. I think that, thankfully, we're in a time now where there are so many more influential, woke, smart-ass black women who do have natural hair and will also tell you how to take care of it. Shout-out to Fran. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know both saying? the friends. You got both of the friends. You got <laughs> Solange out here rocking her natural. You got Amanda. You've got all of these people out here who fill that slot. And they're not just here I'm here I am to talk about hair. They'll talk about a host <laughs> of amazing things. Right. You know what I'm saying? So young girls still have role models that look like you and that believe the things that you believe. And I don't think that just because a black woman doesn't have natural hair that she's just like Oh well, don't nobody want to have all that nappy shit. Like I don't I just think that we should stop policing each other in the way that we choose to wear our hair or our clothes based on, you know, the bullshit that white racists came up with. Mm-hmm. I think that we should give each other a little bit more room to breathe and we should defend ourselves from them. Whether you got fucking a bun, braids, a fro. Kinky twist. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, a harsh bang. <laughs> a harsh Harlem bang. I, I
3: don't kidding. care
2: what you have. If some fucking racist ass honky is out here in the streets saying anything to you about it, I'm going to give them hell. Just like that girl in London who was talking about her, you know, her blue braids or whatever. They were trying to tell her that they need oh, right. to get rid of She needed to get rid of it At or whatever. Work, yeah. Or, you know, she could have possibly lo- lost her job. If she had a pink pressed out silky ponytail and they were saying the same thing to her I would have said the same thing like Mm -hmm. I'm going to defend you because it shouldn't fucking matter what kind of hair you have on your head because it's just hair you can cut it off and the shit will grow back on most people so it's not it shouldn't even be that big a deal and I think that focusing on that rather than these young women's accomplishments is so counterproductive and I don't think that we should be doing that to each other because they are already going to be doing that for us so let whatever type of hair you have be sickening in it. Understand why natural hair is important and respect why natural hair is important. But at the same time, I don't think that we should be beating up on women who choose not to have that. Because why? It's, I just feel like it's petty. It's petty. It's,
3: it's a black woman's punishment. You can never be good enough, no matter what you choose. It's the wrong choice. Somebody's always gonna be mad, and people are worried about what your hair looks like instead of the fact that you just beat like every fucking world record. And have, like, 16 gold medals now or whatever the fuck else. Like, people are worried about the fact that your hair didn't look right when you got out the pool or whatever. Like, nigga. Because,
2: oh, well, Who cares? You know, society and, and, you know. I mean, it's political... true that
3: society hates black hair. Like, it's true that your hair is not celebrated the way white women's hair is and all that. And you should feel good about yourself and and whatever else but people trying to say oh well you would avoid all this if you went natural or you should just go natural instead it's and not, not even work. true i mean right it's like it's not even true and that's not the point you should be able to do whatever you want to as a black woman to your hair and niggas should leave you the fuck alone about it
2: exactly period point blank i mean if you have if your hair looks crazy Somebody should tell you your hair looks crazy. But not if you just got done Mm. doing 500 back-to-back goddamn (laughs) motherfucking somersaults. Not after you got done swimming 5,000 goddamn miles (laughs) through this fucking Olympic-ass pool. Yeah, your hair is going to look a little disheveled, girl, because your job is to sweat that shit out. Leave these girls alone. Like, can we just clap for them? Can we clap for them? That's all I'm saying. Like... Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. That's right. it. I think that black women should just ha- be able to wear whatever the fucking hair you want to wear, and you should dap your fellow homegirl up for it instead of saying, oh, well, you should have this. You should wear your hair natural because you need to love yourself, or oh, you should press that nappy shit down because mm-hmm. you look crazy. Like, it's so counterproductive. It's just yeah. us beating up each other, and that's exactly what they want us to do. So I don't like it. And also, Square Enix, please. Stop delaying my video games. Like, I'm sick and tired of y'all shit. I don't know why y'all keep doing this. Final Fantasy was supposed to come out September 30th. It is August 17th. Mm. I was around the corner from playing a game that I have been waiting for Mm. since two... It has been 10 years Mm. since they announced (laughs) this motherfucking game. We were a month and a half out, and now y'all hoes want to push this shit back to November 29th. Why do y'all hate us? Why do y'all hate us? Because we spend money on your games? Because we're fans of the things that you create? Is this how you, like, I don't understand. I'm going to give y'all a little bit of sugar on your coat as well because I know that Homeboy, the creator, apparently apologized or whatever, but I'm sick. I just want to play the shit I like. That's all I'm saying I'm done.
3: Hmm. Maybe this is your payback for calling you, fans,
2: Meshonda. At the end of the day. Maybe
3: you just won't ever get your It was dark a fan-
2: solid.
3: Fan- dark fantasy. It was a
2: solid comparison. You won't get your game ever. It made sense.
3: And like I said, maybe then, maybe you'll know how I feel. When your game gets a release date and then it is continuously pushed back, I hope it's pushed back for the next five years at least. You call me Mashonda, my nigga. I, I didn't deep. call
2: you Mashonda. Okay, you called I called me called and my
3: people Mashonda.
2: The city of Oklahoma. Wow, Mashonda. In terms of the sports team, mm,
3: well, there is no city of Oklahoma. The sports that's team. Fine.
2: <laughs> the sports team. <laughs> it's fine. The Thunder team itself, yeah, was going through a Mashonda-like period. Um, okay. And, you know, I root for the underdog.
3: Well, the Thunder was definitely the underdog in that series. So, Right. Uh, I'm rooting for them. No, you're not. You're not rooting for us in conversation. I rooted for Mashonda. I felt bad for her. You're not gonna sit here and tell me to my face oh, that calling me Mashonda st- is not that's not positive. That's not uplifting. You can't spin oh, yeah, that. Because
2: it was Mashonda. <laughs> I couldn't think of nobody else who got left. Damn. And so I hope your daughter. Jennifer Aniston. Movie, okay, your, is that better? Your thing don't. The never... thunder is the white girl from Friends, Jennifer Aniston. Is that is that? No,
3: this no, isn't no, 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 fix it. You I still I'm leaving the curse on you. Lisa movie, okay? Wu?
2: Lisa Wu Hartwell.
3: I, oh wow. I don't... So this is
2: offensive. Like I can't think of anybody else. Do you really think
3: Lisa Wu is better than Mishanda? So anyway, have you heard of the Daily Beast? (laughs) I have. It's a website that I blocked on Twitter because they only ever tweeted headlines that I thought were stupid and just dumb. Yeah. And I get tired of social media accounts that are just there for clickbait and just will put out literally anything so that y'all click it and they have no standards No morals, nothing about journalism is at all written into the code of the website. Like people just don't really give a fuck because on the Internet, you don't have to. You can publish whatever you want to. It doesn't have to be full of facts. It doesn't have to be ethical or moral. You can just put whatever you want to on the internet and as long as people click click it and you get paid, ultimately you'll be all right. Literally. So I just blocked the Daily Beast so I wouldn't see their links anymore at all, period. But then this story came out that I just could not ignore. And I don't know if you heard about this. But the Daily Beast sent a heterosexual married reporter with children to Rio to cover the Olympic Games and to go on dating apps and try to I guess catch as many athletes as possible like some kind of olympic pokemon <laughs> like so he wait a minute wrote this whole story on the daily beast and downloaded bumble grinder jacked and tinder and wrote this whole story about how he got three dates in the first hour now notice there are two apps here that are distinctly homosexual in nature two those are grinder and jacked
2: bumble's not a gay one
3: no, I think Bumble's for everybody.
2: It might be. It might think No, yeah, I think it is.
3: So, but anyway, the problem is that he, first of all, focuses almost totally on um, grinder in the story. Well, of course. Of course. And then he talks about all the different athletes who hit him up. But he doesn't just say, oh, a super fine swimmer, you know, tried to contact me for gay sex or whatever else. He, he goes into incredible so. detail. Like, not... Not name and social, but like a Brazilian track star, a South American record holder in the pool, a sailor from New Zealand. Like. It's the sort of thing where it would not take much for people who know these people to put two and two together. Right. And some of the people or some of the countries and some of the athletes that he's talking about, these are people from areas that don't have. You know, where it's still very much illegal to be gay or it could just be an issue of the athletes being in the closet. Fucking dumbass. And I mean, he is like bragging about all these men who hit him up and. (sighs) Talking about how one even sent him the name of his building. And he feels like all of this is okay because he didn't actually lie, he says, about who he is. Oh, that makes it. I didn't lie to anyone or pretend to be someone I wasn't. This is, you know, this is what it really comes down to. I didn't lie to anyone or pretend to be someone I wasn't, yeah. unless you count being on Grindr in the first place, yes. since I'm straight with a I wife do. and child. I do. I use my own picture and confess to being a journalist as soon as anyone asked who I was. So, yes. Kifuri is correct. Being on Grindr when you are not a man looking for sexual activity with another man is... A lie, because that's what the app is for. That's that it, is what it's it for. It serves no other purpose. It doesn't. There's no community building. There's no like the forums.
2: <laughs> niggas who may be on Grinder or Jack that aren't gay are drug dealers, and I feel like right, nine point five times dealers. out of ten <laughs> they still dabble too. <laughs> So Right, shut because your mouth. I feel like
3: most straight drug dealers will be like, if I gotta go on the gay app to get business, then I just don't need to be pushing this. Right,
2: vote. they just walk down <laughs> fucking Linux or Adam Clayton talking right, about salary. One,
3: the ones who are selling drugs on Grindr are probably also looking for some dick too. And if we can handle both at the same time, then why not? I So as someone who like actually took journalism classes and believes very strongly oh, Me too. And believes very strongly in the idea that journalism should have standards across the board. Integrity. I I understand that the Daily Beast does not tout itself as some, you know, super reliable, super great, like your dad's, you know, everyday <sighs> news stop or what the fuck ever. But this is so fucking lazy and irresponsible and fucked up that I cannot believe once again that there was a whole ass group of probably straight white men who read this idea. First of all, you read the idea and you thought, great, somebody pitched that. And y'all said, yes, let's and pay. Send sent
2: someone.
3: Let's buy a ticket to Rio. Wow. And pay for whatever access that person would need to the Olympic Village. What
2: is the ticket to Rio even? Uh, I don't even,
3: even, I don't know. And I think he flew from London too, which I, do, I still don't know. I have no idea about all that. I know that there's a part of the Olympic Village that everybody else can get to, which is the athlete village where only the athletes are allowed. But like, so, so, so this organization spent real life money to send you to this city to cover the Olympics and get on gay apps and write about it. And not only did you write about it and include all these details where somebody could almost certainly figure out who the fuck you're talking about, you sent that in to an editor who read it and said, this is great. And who <laughs> sat there and published it. Like,
2: I'm so lost. Hey,
3: everybody. This is a wonderful idea.
2: Nothing about this is bad. Look
3: at all these gay Olympians and the fact that they're in the closet and using the opportunity to be away from their homes And competing with other amazingly athletic people. Let's just take this opportunity to expose them to the world and make fun of them for being gay and finally having a chance to express it. What the fuck was the point of this exactly? So I'm not mad at like investigative journalism or people who want to uncover a big story or whatever. But there's nothing here other than, hey guys, some Olympians go on apps to have gay sex and they're not out. What is... So why was this done then? Like, I'm so tired of people who could do better and who consistently cause harm to people whose lives they could never understand. Just treating everybody's existence like it means nothing. These people thought that this was an okay thing to do because none of them are gay. No one gay or in the closet was asked. And nobody has the perspective of someone who is deathly afraid of their family and friends finding out something about them. Like you just don't have this lived perspective. You clearly don't know what it's like to come from a hateful country or a hateful community, or a hateful family, or maybe a hateful religion, or you just, or you come from those things. They're hateful, but they're not hateful in the way that affects you. So you don't notice it. So it doesn't even occur to you, some straight, dumbass white man with a wife and kids back home, that you could be putting other people's lives and livelihood into jeopardy by writing your little fuck ass article. Like, it's just so goddamn annoying. And I'm so fucking sick of y'all. Always fucking up.
2: I would be deathly afraid of my family finding out that I was a dumbass, but that's because I don't (laughs) like
3: being dumb. I mean, I vividly remember being in college and having my ex kind of hold that over my head, like, oh, you made me mad. I'm gonna call your mama and tell her that me and you been fucking for the past three years or whatever. Like I remember feeling that way and knowing that terror. That's
2: why I have such passionate
3: That was very bitchy of her, and she and later on she would be like, "Oh, I would have never done that." Well, bitch, the fact that you threatened it, knowing how much that scares me, is all that matters. Like, and and this man I think feels the same way. Like, oh, well, they because they put out like a whole addendum, like, "Oh, we did this, and no harm was meant," and blah blah blah. blah. And then eventually they just took it down altogether. Of course, you can what still find difference it, does it make? because nothing is ever gone, especially from a big ass website like that. You can definitely still find the original story if you want to see it, but. It doesn't really matter if your intent wasn't to hurt because you didn't look at it outside of anything other than in what way can this serve me? At no point did you actually look at the people who hit you up on this app as actual people. Like, you saw their faces, but you didn't see a story. You didn't see a family. You didn't see a history. And you didn't give a fuck about what might happen if you did this. You just did it because you were supposed to. Period. Nobody cared. Nobody put any real thought into it. No effort was made to consider the lives of the people that you were talking about. And it's just like, how can how can white people keep fucking up like this? How does this keep happening?
2: You know, because I'm not. I'm I'm. I I'm think over it. I'm getting numb to stupidity at this point. Like, I, I don't think I'm shocked by a lot of stupidity these days anymore because I've just made my peace. Like, I spoke to God and God yeah. was like, look, <laughs> everybody ain't like you. Shut up. And I'm like, all right, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Yes. Not everybody's going to have the sense that you gave me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the variety is the spice of life. I'm just here to serve you. And he's like, get with it. And so, you know, fine. I just think that, like, what you just did, when you are only thinking about how things can serve you, right? that's how you always end up getting yourself into trouble. Because I try, at least.
3: <laughs> right?
2: And my therapist said this about me specifically on our last session, which I didn't even notice. Oh, okay. That I think about others or other people's reactions or feelings to my actions a lot. I, mm. now... Sometimes I'm going to be a bitch to you, and I know them I'm being a bitch to you, and it's going to hurt your feelings, and I choose not to give a fuck. <laughs> but I have made the decision. I'm going to stand up in the fact that that might hurt your feelings, right. and that's how I feel, mm-hmm. and I don't regret it. <laughs> but I all, like, I'm not going to just do something or think Lord. or say something and be like, hmm, I wonder how this, I wonder how the people that I'm talking about this might feel. About the way that I'm saying. Right. And I either don't give a fuck or I say, hey, I'm going to go with this anyway. Or I say, mm, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, it's just a little extra thought. Like, you. Right. There's DVRs now <laughs> and all kinds Like you're not going to miss much. You know, just put a little thought and empathy into things.
3: It's just so short-sighted and moronic. Like, really, you didn't think, hmm, me as a straight man getting ready to write this story about gay dudes. Maybe I don't know enough about what I'm talking about.
2: Maybe I should get a wider (laughs) perspective on this because I'm not one of those people. Right.
3: Like, just maybe, girl. Maybe. Just maybe. Somebody should have thought about
2: it. Y'all just do whatever the fuck you want to to people who aren't like you, who have completely different cultures and completely different ways of life and completely different upbringings. And then when they're like, hey, flag on the play, you're like, oh, I'm just... You know, we're just white folks and just chilling out. And, you know, the world's green <laughs> right. and blue. And at the end of the day, the only colors that matter are red, white, and blue. Oh, like, God. Oh, God. Shut your mouth, Kate. Don't say it. Don't. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Unless you're going to talk about how you're a the gut. Shut your mouth, Kate.
3: <laughs> we're just sick of y'all shit. So, yeah, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure we you follow us. We
2: the Daily Beast.
3: On fucking Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all that shit on at this is the read. Check out our website. This is the read dot um, This week, sir.
2: Uh, I just saw a Come cute on, baby. Find it, buddy. Uh, I saw this cute picture of Carly's baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen,
3: she's not listening
2: she isn't I know, I know Carly, Carly do not don't let this child listen to this she's too it's too early we can't ruin her I don't want <laughs> you to blame us for ruining that poor child's <laughs> life um, so yes this Sunday listen it's still hot and human as fuck out here we gotta just take a little bit mm-hmm. of summer that we got left and celebrate it Black Pride I think is this weekend hey, who is it? <laughs> I think oh That's what I'm being told.
3: Oh, is it? the reason
2: that I bring that up is because I'm going to be co-hosting a party Hmm. on Sunday with Frank Watson, who's super famous, and it's going to be at Rooftop760. The information is on my Instagram, as well as the link for tickets in my bio. There's going to be a performance by Kimberly Nicole, who I love, because she sings down and she's chocolate and awesome. Um... And it's going to be a great time, I think. That sounds fun. That uh, Nathan Hale Williams is going to be there. He's an author. And it's going to be from 4 to 10. So if you're in New York or any of the surrounding areas and you've got all white, because you know niggas love a all-white party, <laughs> then come on down, because I'm going to be there. I'm going to be completely ratchet. That sounds fun. My friends are going to be there with me being completely ratchet. Is it a boy party? It is a boy party, because mm, it's pride. That's so why I mentioned the gay pride party.
3: Um, how come the black gays can't have a
2: party together in new york yeah because it happens elsewhere yeah but you know what every time i go i've mentioned this every time i go to or see a party with gay girls mm-hmm. here in the city i'll walk and be like oh i bet you this is the function and there's a stud in the front that's like no <laughs> you shouldn't your kind is not allowed here <laughs> we want ours <laughs> and i'm just and i'm always like i respect damn yes. right
3: Well, I'll have to find the black girl party, but this sounds fun. I'm sure your Snapchat will be lit.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be there being very ghetto and slutty, and Mm -hmm. it's going to be a great time. Oh, I can't
3: wait to see your outfit. (sighs) I can't either. Are you going full whore or not? Maybe, like,
2: semi-whore. Okay. I don't know.
3: I mean, there's only so many summer parties left. We got, like, maybe a good month.
2: That's what I'm saying. So it's definitely going to be, you know, lit, come out. It's going to be a fun time. Tickets are, like, 10 bucks. so... Let's get it popping, see and all of that.
3: That's going to be fun.
2: Also, you can still uh, join Agents of Shade over on PlayStation 4. I'm trying to figure out a way to do stuff for other gamers that don't have a PlayStation, even though I don't understand why you don't have one. Um, Congratulations (laughs) to the young, I want to say it was a young man. I don't know. But the gamer who won the No Man's Sky contest, they got a copy of No Man's Sky. I did a contest where I said, I wanted somebody to come up with the best words for the acronym SHADE. And this person's entry was stopping hateration across danceries everywhere.
3: You had me at hateration.
2: So they clearly won. uh, And I sent them a copy of the game. Uh, So
3: Oh, No Man's Sky. That's right. The new one. Yes. Very good. Single or multiplayer video
2: game. It is a single player game.
3: Yes, but there is a multiplayer mode.
2: There's a multiplayer element. That's right. Sure.
3: That's why I said, see, you're just mad about my video game knowledge.
2: You know how to use Google. And that's <laughs> anyway, fair. It's fair. Do
3: you have any other news?
2: Um, I don't think so.
3: <laughs> okay. Don't forget September 13th in Brooklyn at the Powerhouse Arena. I am hosting I'm Judging You, the book launch featuring lovey ajayi very excited for you sis um rsvp at bit.ly slash i'm judging you launch looking forward to seeing you guys there again that's september 13th from 7 and 9 p.m in brooklyn so oh yeah shout out to everybody who came to the comedy outliers thing that was super fun shout out Um, to everybody
2: who came to the Friends On live
3: yes congratulations again to our friends on their first live show Whoa! was brazy it feels very good to be on the other side of that of that experience oh
2: it was fantastic it was so
3: nice to be in the audience
2: when i walked out i was oh, like oh man oh i get to sit down
3: i would love to do this every time it
2: was great
3: <laughs> it was so fun
2: i'm gonna see if we can do that on the next show just sit <laughs>
3: right can we just and then just
2: just look at the stage
3: we'll just see how long we can blend it to the audience
2: before I like, somebody's like okay oh, did you guys we have to get move. your ass up and go
3: <laughs> we wanted to, to watch your the job. show too um, so but yeah, congrats again, Asante, Fran, and Dustin. Love you guys so much.
2: Happy belated to Tax Stone. Oh my god. <laughs> um I'm sure He, he calls had a me wild Bristle. Day. Okay. <laughs> of course he does. Why wouldn't he? <gasps> Woo! And I love it. I think that's all that we've got. The acronym is gonna be SNCG. Sucker niggas. Nope. And you can do that, but mm. Selena, nobody cares, girl, and that's just how I'm gonna wrap it up because you just keep all doing all this talking. Like Gretchen, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not going to happen. It's never going to (laughs) happen.
0: Well, I'm gonna go home.
3: All right, see y'all next week.
0: Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A.